Hey there Desi crime fans. I'm your host Aryan and I'm Ishwarya. And welcome back to another episode of the Desi Crime podcast. Like always, it is my job to beg you to hit the follow button if you're listening on Spotify and please leave a review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. Imagine you're dead. No, I'm serious. Imagine you're dead and have been buried by your friends and family. But the night of your burial, something or someone comes and disturbs your grave something or someone comes and does something to your body that is so heinous so gory so crazy that you thank god you are dead and not alive to witness it what you just merely imagined was the harsh reality of 50 corpses buried in a graveyard in karachi this is the story that shook pakistan's very faith in humanity this is the story of what happened to 50 corpses in a small town in karachi Sure, what do you think is the most important aspect of writing and researching for one of these episodes? Um finding authentic sources I would say. No. It's a damn good cup of coffee. <laughs> and for as little as a cup of coffee a month you can spare some change for your favorite the Desi Crime podcast by becoming a patron on Patreon for as little as 2 dollars a month. You see what I did there? <laughs> tricking our listeners into giving us money i see but in all honesty in return we'll give you some blockbuster extra episodes monthly early access private facebook groups question and answers video calls and so much more the link is in our description now aryan take us to the bumbling streets of karachi on to what you all really came here for not cups of coffee but to know what was happening in karachi to dead bodies although seemingly dead something or someone was playing in the graves and nobody had the answers the people of paposhnagar a small town in karachi where the graveyard is have no clues about the mysterious movements taking grip of the local kabristan also known as a graveyard all this begins in 2003 when residents of paposhnagar start observing weird occurrences surrounding the graves of their loved ones see burial in islamic communities is usually done in the vicinity of the person's residence so more likely than not most bodies in the paposhnagar graveyard belong to ex residents of paposhnagar this means that family members often visit the graves of their loved ones because it was within traveling distance one by one these family members noticed that when they visited the grave a day after the burial it was slightly different than how they left it very slightly different it was an odd observation for the first family but it didn't stop there family after family reported such an occurrence of something feeling out of place 
Sometimes the slab underneath which the body is buried seemed misplaced. Other times the chadar, a blanket on the grave, seemed meddled with. Very subtle changes, I agree, but nonetheless they stand out to people who visit the grave. And for something to feel out of place in a graveyard is so creepy and so spine chilling to begin with. If that's spine chilling, wait for what's about to come. As the years pile up, so do bodies in the graveyard. And although this graveyard is frequented by many people, nobody is able to figure out the cause of such disturbances. Naturally, residents start speculating. And as happens in any brown community around the world, be it Pakistan, India, Bangladesh, or even brown communities in Canada, <laughs> Auntie G's and Uncle G's start talking, discussing, and deliberating, each with their own theory and each convinced that their theory is correct. Haven't you experienced that? The kind of rumors I find on my nani's WhatsApp. Don't, don't, don't even get me started. One day, I swear. She called us up at 5 in the bloody morning to tell us to hide under our beds because people are turning to stone. What? I swear this isn't a lie. I I know all of you are smiling right now but I promise it isn't a lie. <laughs> but in all seriousness, theories do pop up and there are quite a few that seem plausible. The first and seemingly most likely explanation is of illicit organ trade. Somebody or some group of people was perhaps digging out the freshly buried corpse to harvest organs. And this doesn't seem too far-fetched because illicit organ trading is a problem in parts of Pakistan. To quote the Pakistani newspaper Dawn, the mafia runs trade in human organs with impunity, unquote. While this theory seems, hmm, maybe kind of possible, it doesn't exactly fit the circumstances, you see. Paposhnagar, no pun intended, is kind of posh. It is in the Karachi Central District and is pretty well policed. Moreover, something like an illegal organ trafficking cartel isn't run by individuals but mafias. However, there was no insider information regarding any such activity either. Additionally, organ trading happens more from morgues and less from graveyards. That is because bodies in the morgue haven't decomposed and usually kidneys can still be harvested. I know this sounds all too gory but hey you clicked on this episode this was merely a theory the residents conjured up to mask their real fear their real fear was not organ trafficking in the graveyard it was what scares all of us about graveyards ghosts you guys i am so incredibly terrified of ghosts i am these uncles and aunties this is a theory <laughs> i would come up with well you guessed it nobody wanted to believe that the explanation behind all the commotion is due to some supernatural reason you would love that to be the reason wouldn't you i really really would i'm very ashamed to admit this <laughs> but i wished all of this was because of ghosts and in case all you listeners haven't noticed yet all the ghost episodes are always mine right. because i'm so scared of them but before i get to the haunted theories there are other more realistic theories besides ghosts hey. that might just explain the phenomena of desecrated graves in pakistan this explanation is not unique to pakistan and in fact is rampant in india too the theft of corpses by medical students what yes this is all too common 
medical students, especially from private universities, are known for stealing corpses to use in their labs for practicals. I'm sorry, these but that's corpses, so funny. Right, these corpses are called cadavers, right? And cadavers are always short on demand. Basically, if you've ever filled out an organ donation application, one of the options is to give your body for scientific purposes. This usually entails becoming a cadaver so that medical students can understand human anatomy better. Well, all might be fair in love and war, but this is science and not everyone is comfortable with the thought of their heart being scalpeled out and shown in a biology 301 class to 21 year olds. Many just choose to give their organs to those in need for transplants. Because so few cadavers exist and so many medical students, there is a lot of theft that takes place and graveyards and kabristans. One would assume that we don't need cadavers anymore with all this technology and we don't need to dig out dead hmm. people. Perhaps, but do you remember that scene from Munna Bai when Circuit brings a Chinese dude to the college to be used as a cadaver yes. for Sanjay Dutt? Oh my god. Yeah, it basically exemplifies that problem. And guess who is 17 minutes of a car ride away from Paposhnagar? the very prestigious Liaquat National Medical College and Hospital. In fact, there are nearly 17 medical colleges in Karachi. Could be any one of them. But as residents of Paposh Nagar become vigilant, they were still unable to come across any mischievous students. Even the caretakers of the graveyard, which the residents had employed themselves, namely Wazir and Riaz, just two dudes hanging in a graveyard, they too did not come across anyone. Nothing was making sense, but graves still were being moved, and now the perpetrator of these activities had become careless. So in Islamic burial, forgive me if I get something wrong, but basically a slab is laid over a piece of land which is dug out. Earlier, close to 2003, when these activities began, there was very slight movement observed in these slabs. But now, close to 2010, at times, entire slabs were turned over. These insidious activities became less insidious and more blatant. Mischievous students were ruled out. Something more demonic was at play. As hard as the residents of Paposhnagar tried to delay the fact that there might be some ghost, some spirit haunting the graveyard, police reports emerged from a nearby graveyard. Bones were found outside the graves. Bones of children. And two men were arrested as well. These men were stealing bones from the graves of children to perform black magic. This shook the community to its core. Anytime black magic or jadu tone as it's called in Hindi is talked about, Mass hysteria grips Desi communities. But once again, it wasn't black magic either. When the arrested men are questioned, they reject any wrongdoing in or around Paposhnagar. I mean, but obviously they would reject wrongdoing, right? I mean, why do we believe these people who we think engage in these activities? You raise a good point. But see, firstly, these two men, one's name was Sachin, oddly enough, were honest about all their other activities. They confessed to black magic and desecration of graves in other graveyards, so rejecting the activities at Paposhnagar didn't necessarily reduce their punishment. 
Right. And more importantly, and this brings me to the next part of the story, is that there aren't any signs of black magic at Paposh Nagar graveyard. I agree the details and disturbances were all too eerie, but none suggestive of black magic. But now that everyone is looking for clues and patterns, something stands out. In 2011, people realize that of all the graves that have had some unexplainable activity occur, all of them, every single one of them belonged to a female corpse. Of course it did. Why didn't we think of this sooner? And by all, I mean somewhere around 40 to 60 graves. Understand this this graveyard isn't very big in fact the paposh nagar graveyard was deemed full by authorities in 2003 and any more burials were banned as of 2003 it's 2011 right now so that's 8 years of unregulated burials of course guidelines were not followed and this graveyard became overcrowded but to have 50 graves all belonging all belonging to women is a hint a hint to what we don't know yet it is october 31st 2011 the time is around 7 pm and the winter night is set upon karachi folks are returning home from the fifth namaz prayer of the day also called asr ki namaz only a few people are gathered in the paposh nagar graveyard probably loved ones are spending time with the deceased With the dark sky above all is quaint and quiet until when a man comes running and shouting and all covered in mud mumbling words as if he was possessed by a demon everyone rushes to his help trying to understand what this insane man is saying upon closer inspection everyone realized who this man actually was it was Muhammad Riaz caretaker of the graveyard his face was pale clearly horror stricken everyone was puzzled as to what is happening here is a man who has spent a decade working at the graveyard who suddenly runs out shouting and screaming like it was his first time at a graveyard once he is back to his senses somewhat riaz explains what just happened Riyaz swears to God that he just saw bright light emanating from the eyes of a corpse a freshly buried corpse in fact a freshly buried female corpse as per Riyaz her eyes were glowing and he was gripped by horror wait what as much as that scares the ever living bejesus out of me i don't fully understand he saw a woman inside a grave or one that was standing out can you explain that yeah and that's where the story actually starts and now it becomes a whole lot interesting when the bystanders arrive at the grave of the woman whose eyes were allegedly glowing they find that she is no longer buried Someone has removed the slab covering her grave. Someone had forcibly tried to enter the pit in which this woman laid. Everyone's eyes 
turned to Riaz's shirt, which had mud on it. That someone who had been disturbing graves in Karachi for so long, that everybody feared was a demon or perhaps a spirit, was Muhammad Riaz. People started connecting dots. Female corpse, slab removed, freshly buried. Their minds went ding ding. And without wasting a second, a mob of locals, infuriated, disgusted, appalled by what they are seeing, surround Riaz. Before long, the cops arrive and arrest Riaz. Herein begins one of the most infamous investigations, and perhaps the simplest also, in the history of Karachi police. Harrowing details emerge and more twists to follow. Okay, Aryan, I get why desecrating graves is wrong and I am appalled by Riaz's actions. But what makes this case so infamous? Also, why was he entering the graves to begin with? The answer to both those questions is, well, the same. And the answer to both those questions is what everyone in Paposhnagar would not want the case to be. On the night of 31st October 2011, Mohammad Riaz, in his own words by the way, started digging close to the left foot of the freshly buried female corpse. He then removed the stone slab which covered her body. He switches on his flashlight on the phone to enter the pit where the woman was buried. As he approached her body, he indeed saw light coming out of the eyes of the corpse which is when he ran for kingdom come. This is what he told the police. But just like you, Ashwarya, and like all our listeners right now, the police desperately inquired, why did you enter the grave to begin with? Had there not been light in the woman's eyes, what was your plan? Here, have a listen to Mohammad Riaz's plan in his own words, in his own voice aakhri dafa aisa hua jab main gaya tha to andar se qabar kaise khote andar gaya karwai karne uska halka sa chehra khula hua tha daant halke nazar aaye aur aankhon se roshni jaise aayi aur mere ko bahar jhatka mila aur bahar jaise aise main likla tauba maafi manga maine bolan da baad main ye nahi karunga let me translate that for you quote when i went into her grave i saw that her eyes were open from them came a bright light that shocked me I was jolted. In that moment, I realized as God my witness, I would never repeat my dirty actions. Unquote. These dirty actions are simply put, having sex with corpses, intercourse with dead bodies, clinically called necrophilia. Necro meaning dead, philia meaning sexual affliction too. Necrophilia is thus the condition where a person derives sexual pleasure from engaging in intercourse with a dead human being. Muhammad Riaz was a necrophile. But it didn't end there. In fact, it didn't even start there. For around 10 years, the people of Paposhnagar were busy figuring out what might be happening to the graves of their loved ones, never once considering that the culprit might be the very person in charge of maintaining the graves. 
nobody ever considered that the man Muhammad Riaz who they pay rupees 200 a month to water the graves of their friends and family was the quote unquote someone they had been looking for but how did this all start Muhammad Riaz was a young guy from a small town in Pakistan called Sargoda looking to make it big it is 2003 and he's out on the lookout for jobs and has come all the way to Karachi to find one in Karachi he meets a man named Wazira from another town called Liaquabad and they become friends shortly after this Wazira guy employs Riaz at his workplace his workplace being the Paposh Nagar graveyard Riaz's job is simple to water the mud above the graves this is crucial in islamic burial because the watering of the mud helps keep the soil intact and also has a religious significance of longevity both wazira and riaz also acted as the de facto caretakers of the graveyard an informal position handed to them by the people of the town but what went so wrong in this seemingly normal story let's hear from the man himself यहां समझो मेरे साथ एक लड़का था वजीरा तो समझो ये वो गोरखंड में पानी डालता था वो कैसे मैया दफन होती थी मैया आती थी औरत की तो उसको दफनाते थे समझो और मगरिब के बाद समझो उसके साथ वो गलत काम होता था करवाई कर देते इट गिव मी चिल्स टू लिसन टू सो मेनी टेप्स ऑफ हिम टॉकिंग अबाउट व्हाट ही डिड एंड देन ट्रांसलेटिंग द उर्दू इनटू इंग्लिश हाउ अबाउट यू रीड द ट्रांसलेशन ऐश्वर्या ओके सो ही सेज कोट There was a guy named Wazira. Like me, he too watered the graves every now and then. After the fifth namaz of the day, as sunset neared, we would identify freshly buried female graves. Then, well, we did what we did. End quote. And by did what we did, I think Riaz means defile the corpse, right? Unfortunately, you're right, Ashwarya. It seems like when Riaz came to Karachi all was normal but this wazir guy enabled Riaz as per Riaz in the beginning of his tenure as graveyard caretaker Riaz used to know that wazir would disappear for hours and emerge from the graves one fine day Riaz caught wazir in the act the act of having sex with dead bodies but unlike normal people he joined wazir in this inhumane act what started in 2003 with one woman had become nearly 15 women as per riaz's own confession with god knowing how many more there were many questions arose how is it possible that 50 female bodies were defiled over a span of 9 years and no one caught who is wazira where is wazira the most important question that was on everyone's mind what the hell is happening so let me try and break it all down for you the reason why riaz and wazira were successful in this unholy act was because of how well they planned it they only targeted corpses buried after the fifth namaz which ends at around 5 pm so by sunset in the cover of darkness they abused their victim The way they identified a female corpse was due to the blanket or the chadar laid on the grave of the female corpse. This is a tradition in Pakistani burials. So whenever they saw a fresh corpse with a chadar on it, 
they knew that's their next victim. As for Wazira, who Riaz holds accountable for his, should I say, fetish, Wazira died of his drug and alcohol habits. But please note, this is all Riaz's testimony. There is no way to prove if a Wazira existed. And nobody yet has come forward to prove that. Wait, so the townspeople haven't come forward to say, yes, someone like this did exist or did not? Right, so they haven't. And after listening to Riyaz talk, I truly feel that his mental problems were so bad that apart from necrophilia, he was a schizophrenic too. Wazira, in my opinion at least, is just an imaginary friend who enabled, justified and legitimized Riyaz's actions. Moreover, the light from the dead women's eyes can also be attributed to a schizophrenic episode. But these are all theories I have. Their veracity and validity, we may never know. The case of 50 corpses absolutely blew up in the media when a famous Pakistani news anchor interviewed Riyaz in jail. And his casual attitude and straightforward answers are truly mind-numbing. We have uploaded the interview on our Instagram, but coming up is a small snippet from it. Tighten your seatbelts. Four articles of the Pakistani penal code were filed against Muhammad Riyaz. Article 297, 3767 is being tried separately because there are 17 victims. In this case, Riaz is being tried separately for all 50 corpses that he defiled. And so that case is basically going to go on forever and he is going to be imprisoned for life technically. I think another really important point to bring up here is how now in countries like the US, necrophilia is actually considered a psychological problem that needs to be treated by medical health and mental health professionals. But in Pakistan, it's still a criminal act. Yeah, and this is something that was talked about, talked about in national newspapers even when this thing happened. So in 2011 and 2012, you know, established newspapers like The Dawn talked about how necrophilia needs to be viewed as a psychiatric disorder so that people going through it can be treated instead of punished. But again, that is a debate to be had later. For now, 
we know that there exist 50 corpses out there that will never get justice because they are corpses at the end of the day and this was the story of what happened to 50 corpses in a small town in karachi Thank <laughs> you.